Is that different than normal? Every let's 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 keep it a buck. Um, okay. I'm not always happy to like. I'm always I'm not always in the mood. Really? I always get in the mood. Five to ten minutes into taping, I get in the mood for our podcast. But sometimes, like you know, it's a we have a heavy travel schedule. Yeah. Like work has been hectic, and it's like we had to stop everything and work on the podcast. So sometimes going in, I'm like, man, this <laughs> podcast. But literally, once once we get rolling, five minutes in, I'm like. Best time ever. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought you were always having a good time. Not fooled me. Listen, eventually I I am having a good time, but we have hectic schedules. Yeah. But this I is love true. doing the podcast. This is true. Today we're talking about help. Yeah. I think it's about time you start asking for some help. Who? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody needs help. And what we have found, especially when it comes to money, because people reach out to us for help. Right, We get people who reach out to us for strategy. Mm-hmm. We get people who reach out to us for planning. Mm-hmm. But we also get a good amount of people who just reach out asking for help. Yeah. And typically what we have found in most of these circumstances is that by the time they've asked us for help, it's too far gone. Sometimes. Very far gone. Sometimes. They, needed, they should have asked a lot earlier. Yeah. No, that's a fact. So when I say sometimes, what I mean by that is that if your goal is to retire and you want to retire at 65 and you're 50, all right, you still got some you still time. Got time. But if you're 65 and want to retire at 66 or 70, like then it's low late. But most of the folks that we get are in their, I'm going to say 40s and 50s. 100%. We have 30s. Some, some we get a good amount in yeah, their 30s. And as some well. in their 60s. So I'm saying, like, for a lot of folks, there's still some horizon. The issue, though, some things that are a little too late is like if it's college savings and your kid is 16. Word. It's a little late Just for that. Just got his acceptance letter. Yeah, we got to do things a little differently now, you know? Yeah. But, you know, it's tough to ask for help. I will tell you, though, straight up. Men have a problem asking for help. I wasn't going to say that because I didn't want to be we, sexist. As a group, but Alan as a put class, it, Alan put y'all on blast. Yeah, I, I, speak on it, Alan. Talk about y'all. Yeah. Now the issue is like we don't want to come across as weak. We don't want to come across as not having our stuff together. And so this is a stat. This is a stat from a financial psychologist. Okay. Just let me know if this is true or not. I just okay. need a yes or no. I don't want no extra information, Alan. Okay. Yes or no. For a lot of men, admitting that you're treading water financially can be hard. Men are more likely to tell their homeboy they're on Viagra <laughs> than they are likely to tell them that they're in credit card debt. Like they're, they're having issues paying their bills. 100% true. What? 100%. And it said, it said much more likely. Men much are much more, more likely yeah. to say, listen, I need that blue pill before yeah. saying I'm struggling paying my bills. 100%. What? Yeah. Like one of my, one of my OGs. He told me about his the blue pill Viagra, and he was excited to talk about that. <laughs> I know for a fact that he was going through some financial stuff. Never brought it up. Yeah, so that's concerning for a number of reasons. One, everybody needs help in life. Period. And when it comes to financial situations, like you definitely want to ask for help the right way during the right time and put the right strategy in place. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I think it's a great conversation. And the one- Viagra or the financial help. Both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's No, not. In the spirit of Valentine's Day. So I think men amongst men, y'all should feel free to talk about the Viagra. But I don't, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. I don't want to hear. And I don't think I'm supposed to hear about it. Aren't, aren't, not, now we're going the, off the reservation. The recipient Here's the something. thing. This is my question. That's what I was going to say. Aren't I supposed to believe that was natural? Isn't that the I point? I don't know. You don't want to say, listen, I'm on steroids. So here's the issue, like if I, I'm not a Viagra user, but if I was, this would this is what I would be concerned about. Okay. You've got to take it like 30 minutes in advance. Okay. From what I heard. <laughs> I'm going by my OG. By my OG, right? So what if it's early in the dating and you are fully expecting that this it's is going go down, down? So you pop the pill and it doesn't go down. Like then somebody's getting this smoke. You gotta get it down. 
It's got to go but down how? somewhere else. I think, and I'm not a man for a variety of reasons. Thank That's the Lord. Horrible. Here's the thing. I'm not. If I was in this predicament, and if I'm your OG, because OG sounds like he's older, yeah. he's older than you, so I don't even have a lot of time to be playing around. If I took it, and you ain't giving it, mm-hmm. I got to go get it somewhere else. Yeah. Or maybe you should disclose it. Like, hey, just so you know, the I'm taking the going, That's going ruining well. it. That's ruining it. That's a ruin the mood. I, I feel pressure now. <laughs> like, I might have been all up for it, and now I'm like, oh. <laughs> Especially if you took it too early. I wasn't sure yet. Yeah. I, I, it didn't hit me yet. Yeah. Now okay. I'm feeling obligated. Yeah, we're way off topic right way, now. Yeah, we should but stop. But go, going back to- Asking for help. Financial Not help, so. that type of help. Yeah. The issue with money in general is like, you don't see people's financial situation. 100%. You see what they show you. You see maybe their car, their home, their- clothes their social media profiles but you don't know what their actual bank account looks like you don't know what their debt looks like debt especially is easy to hide so let's get into it let's get into it there's a number of reasons why people don't ask for help one people are just hardwired in general especially as adults as you become an adult part of adulting is believing that you are now independent and you will be doing things on your own so asking for help seems counterintuitive to that notion of just aging and being an adult. Yeah. There's also just the fear of like, what is what are they going to ask me for in return? Like if I ask you for help? Like if I ask you for help, like I'm going to owe you now. Like what is this really going to cost me? Even if you're like, listen, I got you. Take this. I don't even need it back. You Sometimes people feel like, nah, it's going to come back one way or the other. Or I'm going to feel indebted to that person. But it depends on what kind of help you're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about financial help, right? I mean, so, but is that advice or is that money? Whatever it is. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... Again, we're talking about all types of help today, and yeah. I think that's also something that we're going to get into, the different types of help that yeah. are healthy when it comes to asking or needing financial help. But like, I think sometimes people are worried, and by some, matter of fact, women. I think women, when it comes to men, if you're asking a man for help mm-hmm. and he is not legally obligated to you mm-hmm. through parental status or marriage status, mm-hmm. you may be worried. Like, oh, here we go. If I ask this for some money. It's going to cost you. It's going And what is it going to cost me? Right? Can I'll I just give you, you know. your money back? See? No, I'll let you know. <laughs> That's the issue. The That's money? The issue. Eh, I'll take that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're trying to I'll avoid. I'll take that too. This is why people have a difficult time asking yeah. for help. No, but it does impact the balance of power in a relationship. 100%. Sure. And no one wants that. Yeah, like the relationship used to be eye to eye and now you might feel elevated over that person and like you or owed something. I definitely feel you on that. Yeah, I also think for most people, asking for help feels like surrendering control to someone else. Like, you feel like, I got this. I'm doing this. I'm going to do it my way. I don't have to answer to anybody. When you ask for help, you are then putting some level of control in their hands. You also now might feel like you have to answer a report to that person about the specific matter. And so just giving up control. As an adult, I don't think any of us want to feel like the little bit of control that we do have over our lives, we don't want to give it up, even if things are going poorly, even if my financial situation isn't good. Like That's a major reason why people don't ask for help. Yeah, for sure. And for men in particular, this is really a big one. I have a question for you. Have you ever asked a woman for help? Financial help? Hmm. Have I ever asked a woman for financial help? Um... I would say in our business relationship, I've asked you for help on numerous occasions on a range of different things, some, yeah. some of which are for me. Um, but I'm trying to think of outside of a business relationship. Nah. I mean, thankfully, like I, I can ask my parents for stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I needed, when I was in that phase of life where I needed stuff, I probably went to, would go to my parents before I would go to anybody. So I... Damn sure I wasn't asking somebody I was dating for help. Okay, got yeah. you. What about I, you? Have you asked a man some for of help? Your, some of your dudes? Still, first of all, don't sum it up. Don't sum of them. Don't don't put the sum <laughs> okay, of them. All of the dudes. <laughs> so I, that's a really great question. If we are in a relationship, I would like to think that if like I'm transparent in my relationships for the most part. Um, I'd like to think that if I needed help, you would just give it to me, like okay. not necessarily needing to ask. Um, but yeah, I've probably asked for help before in my relationships. Okay. Um, I'm thinking specifically like college. College, yeah. But it Since requires- Since being out of college, no. 
it requires a certain type of relationship. What I mean by that is that the person you ask can't be one of those people with like a superiority complex in a relationship. And so that's what I mean. Like I I don't date people like that, right? So therefore I I should feel comfortable asking them for help. But I will tell you through the most difficult time in my life where I was beyond struggling and always, I was in a relationship with a person and he knew none the wiser. He was clueless. He had no clue at all. And it never crossed my mind to ask him for help. I'm really surprised that relationship didn't, didn't blossom into something great. <laughs> something meaningful. <laughs> to be honest with you, I didn't want it to blossom. Yeah. But I knew that from day one. I knew from day one, I definitely am down to hang out. I'm definitely down to kick it, but I don't want it to blossom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there, there's difficulty asking for help on both sides. I think another strong reason why people don't ask for help is just the fear of being perceived as needy. Like yeah. you don't want to just... Be ashamed. You might be ashamed of your situation. You don't want people just like, look like yeah. just pitying you. Yeah, this is a top ten turn off for dudes. I will tell you. Wait a minute. Explain. Top ten. Yeah. For dudes, you don't want a chick that's super needy. No. Early in a relationship. No. Nah. I was about to say y'all love yeah, a needy early. chick. Men yeah, love later. later a needy chick. Not early. So Not. she got to get needy. Like you got to graduate. Start. You got to graduate <laughs> yeah. to that. So she <laughs> she got to have it and then lose it. Yeah. What? Yeah, you can't be needy from the gate. For a lot of guys, that's a turnoff. But sure. you you got to be needy later because what because, I find, what I find, is that you you have to get needy in relationships. And I, from a from a woman's perspective, okay, okay, I find that if you don't get needy eventually, okay, shit starts to go left. How so? Because he feels like you don't need him. Like you got to get needy. Even if you're not, if you don't need anything, everything's straight, you're responsible, all the things are covered. Men don't like that. Yeah, I'm going to need you to need me for <laughs> something and I need you, I need the needs to get bigger and bigger over time. Yeah. No, I, I believe that's a good need crescendo. <laughs> Work up to it. Work up if you got 10 needs in the first <laughs> week of dating, that's an issue for a lot of dudes. Okay. Like- Damn, what she need now? But she, I gotta get, I gotta get needy. That's the part that I think it. is ridiculous. Graduate to that. What if I'm yeah. not needy? What if I don't need anything? Yeah, you're well, gonna need something. <laughs> you gotta have to need something. Why am I here? <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. Okay. Another big reason why people don't ask for help, and you may be wondering, like, why are you going through all these reasons? Because I want them to resonate with you. Yeah. I'm almost positive that everybody listening at some point in time needed help and didn't ask for it. And there's somebody listening right now who needs help. 100%. And so I want you to know that you are seen and that this is common and you're not the only person who's feeling this way. And hopefully by the end of this episode, not only will we get you through it, mm-hmm. but we'll give you a strategy on how to do it in a way that makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. But another big reason why people don't ask for help is because they're like, listen, I know you got your own problems. Everybody got problems. Like you, you feel like, listen, everybody already has their own things to worry about. So I can't bring up my thing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, part of that though is like, sometimes people feel like they need to have a struggle contest. Like you tell me what you're struggling with. Now I try to top that with my own struggle. Oh, then you got to come and top it porn. with a even struggler's struggle. <laughs> now yeah, <laughs> struggle porn. I think also people are just, worried about getting rejected like what if they say no yeah which honestly that's the worst thing that could happen the worst thing that could possibly happen is that you stay exactly where you are in my opinion yeah but there's also shame yo you yeah. people get ashamed like you want to come across as a certain type of person and the fact that you got to ask for help whether it be advice or a loan or what what have you a spot you know what i'm saying like there's some shame that comes with that especially who you're asking like yeah. there's already the shame of asking, but if the person gives you anything but a yes, like then the shame starts to emerge. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a time where I like, I'm not big. Now I'm better about asking for help, I, which is messed up because I don't need no help. I need less help now. And so I'm better about it. When I needed the most help, I refused to ask for help. Just yeah. th- there was a level of shame that was so above me. But the funny thing about this, because you've told me about your, your situation this time in life before, like you, you've got two parents. Word. A dad who would give you- The world. Anything. Mm-hmm. He would, I would go so far, not only shirt off the back, like he would just 
be like, here, here, take my house. Yeah. Like you can 100%. live here. I'll I'll live in the backyard. 100%. And yet you didn't even want to ask your dad for help. I didn't want to ask anybody for help. So just, and maybe some people can relate to this. Like not only did I not want their help, I literally did not want anybody else's help. I wanted to figure things out on my own. Like yeah. it mattered to me because help, like giving me a couple dollars or giving me a place to stay would not have resolved the bigger issue. I wanted to figure out how to fix this myself. And I don't know if that's pride or integrity. I really don't know. Um, and also, I just did not want anybody else involved. Right. And that to me, I recognize was a bit toxic for no one to know that I was in the state that I was in. But yeah, no, I I was never concerned that I would get rejected in asking for the help. I knew the moment I asked for help, anybody that I was close to would give it to me. I did not want it. But it sounds like you did not want it because you knew the help would come and the problem would still be there. That's a fact. So we should at some point in today's show, it's not in the script, but we should talk a little more deeply about the situation you were in and why you felt like you needed to solve it yourself. Maybe. It's, it's kind of anti the show, but mm, I'm, I'm curious because- maybe. This is a tease that you're yeah. teasing the listeners. I'm not, you you asked these questions. I wasn't. Yeah. This wasn't. Well, you're the out point. here teasing. So and it's Valentine's week. You can't be teasing this week. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> tease another week. Spicy, <laughs> a spicy week. So here are signs though that you may need to ask for a financial help, right? Because you may be like, listen, I'm not sure yet. I think it happens often. Like, I'm not sure. I think I got it. My check is coming on Friday. And if if it is what I think it's supposed to be, or I'm holding out for this bonus, and if that happens, I should be good. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. But there are key signs that you need to ask for financial help. And we're going to talk about them right after the break. So I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we're the Momentum Advisors. So we're back. Yes. We're talking about asking for help. Mm. It's time. It's time. For 100% of our listeners, it's time. And it may not be financial help that you're asking for, but I guarantee there's something happening in your life where you need some help and you haven't asked for it. Yeah, I'm going to skip this show. Yeah? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Dudes. Now, dudes are like, No, this is is perfect. This is is a difficult topic for dudes to listen to. Even more reason why you should listen to it, because we are going to give you tips and tools for how to ask for help in different ways that may just be better suited for you. You know what's so funny? When we think about the listeners that reach out to us on our website, momentum-advisors.com, because we've made the appeal a million times. If you've got a need for some financial advice, hit us up. Yeah. Mostly it's women that hit us up. That's a fact. Or if it's a couple, it's rarely, yeah, if it's, it's a rarely. couple, the woman teed it up and the dude got dragged along. That's a fact. He might be willing to be on a call, but he wasn't going to go on the website. Yeah. Shout so. out to the ladies. Yeah. So signs that it may be time for you to ask for some financial help. Okay. You have no money left over in your budget. Yeah. Right. So you you pay all your bills. Yeah. You pay them on time. Did that. But there's no money left. When Nothing. you find yourself just asking, yo, can I hold a couple dollars just to hold me over till next week? Right. Or you really are just sitting in the house, bare bones, ass naked, like because <laughs> you've again heat's on, yeah. internet's popping. But I can't, I cannot even move yeah. until I get my next check. Can I tell you about my rock bottom moment? Let's talk about it. Financially. Financially rock bottom. Free business school rock bottom. Okay. College. College um, rock bottom? No, I'm out I'm out of college. Married. Not married. Okay. I'm single. I'm a single man. Bachelor rock bottom. Rock because bottom. bachelor rock bottom is different. Yeah. Y'all y'all will eat dirt. Yeah. No, I went to KFC thinking I was gonna get myself two pieces of chicken and okay. a side. Maybe I could skip the drink. Okay. Because I could just drink water at the office. I pulled up. Check my account. All I could afford was a small mashed potatoes. No biscuit. Listen, no chicken. That was your rock. I was like, I got to do something better. <laughs> I got to do better. Did you ask? Did you ask your parents for help? No, nah, I went to business school. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, yo, I got to do better. Like, not a little bit better. I got to do a lot better. Because mashed potatoes alone ain't gonna get it. Like, it was gravy on there. Sure. <laughs> Isn't it gravy free? <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like. That was my rock bottom financial moment. Okay. I'm in the drive-thru, like, let me get a number two. Uh, make that a small mesh. Yeah. I wouldn't even even looked her in the face when she handed it over to me. Like, just give me my bag. <laughs> Don't 
Don't don't don't put no receipt on it. All right, back in the day, have you ever gotten like gasoline with pocket change? Like facts, but seventy five cents. Yeah, not seventy five cents, but <laughs> I'm some, not that old. But just yeah. some rock bottom financial no, moments. That wasn't even budget rock moments. bottom. You know, I was just young. Here's another way to tell if you it might be time for you to ask for some financial help. You have no savings at all. Yeah. Right. And here's the thing. We know how common that is. It is very common. We've done a ton of shows on this research is out there that most people do not have four hundred dollars in emergency savings. Yeah. Right. So if two tires blow out and and you need them rotated, mm. you're short. If you have absolutely no savings at all, I'm telling you, the emergency might not have happened yet, but that's a huge sign that I am going to need some financial help. So I should probably start to strategize for it now. Yeah, a lot of times people think about emergencies not as like a constant thing that will happen, but as like a one-off thing that, oh, it was just because of this thing that just happened this one time. This type of thing will never happen again. Correct. But it does. Yeah. There's a pattern of emergencies. Yeah, like- For adults. Planning is not hoping that everything works out, right? Like planning is making sure you have something set aside for unexpected happenings, yeah. right? So to your point, I agree with you. People are like, listen, it's not my fault that the boiler went out. It's absolutely not your fault. It is your fault that you're not prepared for anything to happen. Yeah. That is not, that's not being responsible as an adult, but you may need help. You may be doing all the things that you know to do, right? And when we're talking about help on this show right now, like we got, we're talking about just maybe information, advice. It may be pure capital. It may be a professional to help strategize. We're just talking about help in all ways because I I think the issue when it comes to needing financial help is more than just needing specific dollars and cents. Yeah, I agree with that. Another way to know that, listen, I think I probably need some financial help right now is that you're just behind on your payments. Yeah. Once you start getting behind on multiple payments, Lord, those payments start to add up. Don't they? They start to pile up when on you're top of each other. Like playing Russian roulette with the mm. bills. And late fees are Who just gonna get paid today? Mm. Right? Like you are now probably way too far gone. Like keep, you should have been asked for help. And keep it real, most people have been in that situation one what? time or another. What? Yeah. Listen, I know for me, though my golden rule used to be back in the day. This cell phone bill gonna get paid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know cool. about none of these other bills, yeah. but the cell phone, because that's you know my lifeline, right? I got yeah. internet. If a new client wants to call, if there's a money-making opportunity, it's going to come through my phone. Yeah. And the equivalent for business, this payroll is gonna go through. This payroll is going to I don't know to about go. this rent. <laughs> Listen. I don't know about that utility but honestly, bill. Honestly, that's that's that is because I don't think that's true for a lot of entrepreneurs. And I think we've seen this happen. If you have a business owner with some level of integrity, yes, they think about their employees yeah. and they think about making sure they get paid. It's a lot of other ones. I've been in situations where payroll just didn't go through. We've bought businesses from people who had several occurrences where their payroll didn't go through. Or we've heard where payroll went through and then got snatched back the next day. Mm-mm-mm. So What employees? What, what payroll? payroll. <laughs> what what payroll? About? So, yeah, if you're behind on debt payments, it's definitely time you need to start asking for financial help. How do you do that? How do how do I ask for financial help? How do I ask for help in general? First and foremost, be straightforward. Ask for what you want in specific terms. I hate the general. You know how people just get around you and just start complaining about what they ain't got? Oh, yeah. You clearly want some help. You clearly want me. to ask me for some help. That doesn't bother me at all. No. <laughs> Because, like, until you ask, it's not, I don't, it's it not apply. my problem. It doesn't apply. Yeah, unless you're my child. Yeah. Like, I've been burned before. Like, people who give you their problems but don't ask, the moment you help them and later on they don't pay you back or what have you, I didn't ask you for anything. Word. So, yeah, you ain't got to tell me twice. Yeah, so just being straightforward. Also, this is very important. People like advance notice. If you're going to ask for help, please, asking in the 25th hour when the bill collector is standing directly in front of you and you call me talking about they're about to cut off my lights if I don't pay this $1,500 light bill, like, that is the worst way. So giving advance notice. You know you don't have the money to pay the bill. You don't have to wait till the day they cut your utilities off. 
Just say something early. Yeah, I lost a friend because of that. They waited to the last minute to ask for help? Yeah, they jammed me up like to a point where they were hosting an event. They didn't have enough money for the caterer and was like, yo, if I don't pay X thousand dollars within the next 10 minutes, my event will have no food. And I'm like, all right, I got you, but you got to get me back. Never got me Never back. Never got you back. Okay. How to ask for help. Take the opportunity to ask for help in smaller ways, right? So I think we oftentimes wait until it's a really big issue. But if you just ask for help earlier in smaller ways, like, yo, I'm struggling with this situation. Have you ever struggled with this situation before? Is there anything you've ever done? Do you know any programs? Versus I need a ton of money all of a sudden. My car got repoed. I can't pick my kids up from school. They're going to put them out. You know, I don't have the money for my kids' school tuition. Like, how about starting earlier and saying, yo, I need help just covering this one payment? Or again, before it gets to that bigger point. Yeah, and it goes to that point about asking earlier. So we have a couple clients who have come to us recently like, hey, I need 100000 from my IRA. And these are folks who are entrepreneurs or maybe they decided to leave work early and try some other things. And I immediately like, okay, we can get you the money tomorrow, but tell me what it's for. Maybe we can strategize for some other ways to get the money without as many taxes and penalties. And 100% of the time, we've been able to figure out a way to avoid all the taxes and penalties of taking out an IRA distribution. So you need a little bit of time to plan it out. Yeah, another really practical strategy in asking for help is reframing your request so that it's a conversation rather than a transaction. Okay. Right? And so, hey, can we talk through something together to help me get through the situation? Or I've got a situation. Can we work on this together to kind of figure out how to get through it? So that works for me and it doesn't work for me. I'll tell you when it works. When does it work? It works when you actually want to have a conversation and you're open to some coaching and some advice and feedback. It doesn't work when really you just want some money and you ain't trying to hear nothing I got to say. And you, but you feel like a conversation is going to make me feel better. So if you're going to have that conversation, I'm all for it. But if ultimately the only thing that you're going to accept at the end is money, then just ask for the money. Okay. I think that's fair. But if you are open, if you are open to multiple solutions, because as we mentioned earlier, oftentimes just handing over a specific dollar amount does not resolve the issue. And so if you understand that, like it's more than just this month's rent, like it's bigger than this month's rent. Can we strategize? Can we talk about it? And so, yeah, I still might need this month's rent, but I more than anything want to resolve the bigger issue. Yeah, Having a conversation might be better than just making it a transaction. Also, you might want to just spend time like with your friends, with your family members, just the people who you consider your support team. And you might want to just spend some time building a team, period, right? Like before you even need to ask for help, but do you have supportive people around you? A lot of times you don't ask for help because you don't have the right people around you. You don't have the right people you can trust. You don't have the right people that you just respect. Asking for help would be a lot easier if you already know you have a really strong support system in place that you can be open with. But that's a two-sided situation because not only do they have to be good people or, you know, people that you really trust to support you, you have to have not worn out your damn welcome. If they know you're always asking for something or if you've just worn out your help, there's no support system in the world that can survive that. Yeah. Yeah. Recently I got asked for help and I could tell there was a community of people that were asked because I was asked for something very specific like, hey, can you help me just with groceries for this week? Okay. Like somebody else was probably helping with the rent. Maybe somebody's helping with the groceries for next week. But, you know, having that team of people around you, I think, is a good thing. Had this person already wore out their welcome with you? Mm, No. Okay. Good. Sounds like they did the right thing. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Like people, more than anything, want to help. I think you brought up a really good point earlier when we were talking about like having a conversation versus just making it purely transactional. People's natural instinct is to help. It doesn't mean that their answer matches your answer, but people want to help. And so in asking for help, you should be open to alternative options, right? Like it's going to make the situation easier. It may not be the thing that you wanted. It may not be the easiest option for you, but it doesn't mean it's not still an option. So just being open to alternative options makes asking for help a lot easier. Yeah. This is also why it's difficult to ask me for help. As a financial advisor, I'm always thinking about different ways to skin the cat where you might only see one way through. I know that there's always a couple different ways. Another big way 
right, when it comes to asking for help. And this may not sound like help in the traditional sense, but delegation, Okay. right? This is if you are a parent, if you are a employer, a business owner, just a leader in any capacity, but just delegating. So, all right, listen, guys, you know who your team is. You know who you have to support you. You know who your resources are, but you can't do this all on my own. I can't, I can't create this budget. I can't look at my credit score, do my taxes right, bring my income in, save. Like it's, it's just, it's just too much. And, and I'm, and I'm worn down by it. So I don't do any of it. And now I'm in a tough situation. It's time to start delegating. Yeah, you might need a lawyer for your estate plan. You, you need might an accountant. need an accountant for your taxes. And you might need a, a financial coach for your budget. And I think people know these things, but they don't get these people until it's too far gone. You need to get them now. Like, hey, the repo man is outside. Uh, listen, <laughs> hey, how you doing real quick? <laughs> how, how you doing? Repo man is outside. Can, can I? Yeah, yeah, it's a little late. Or, right, like... You know, the IRS has garnished my wages. I think I got I got to call an accountant. <laughs> like the point is like start delegating yeah. now. Start de- start asking for help before you actually need the help. Start creating the help before you ever even need it. Don't even make it a task of your own. Start delegating today. Also have those conversations more frequently. A lot of us have an accountant, but I don't talk to him till April. Can I make a true confession? Uh-oh. All right. I've had the situation where the IRS has garnered something from me. Or before. me too. And here's the thing about it. Like anyone who's been in this situation knows I'm I'm speaking the truth. They don't just garnish your 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 account. They send you several letters that you <laughs> may have ignored and thought they was playing around. <laughs> and then eventually they got your attention when your account is frozen. Yeah. Because they don't just take, if you owe them three hundred dollars and you got a thousand in the account, they're not taking three hundred. They're yeah. putting a freeze on the whole thing. The whole jam. And then like two weeks later, they'll take their 300. Okay. I got a confession. Okay. We're, we're, it's we're a confessional. It. We're here now. Let's do it. So I've had that happen to me before, okay. the IRS. I did ask for help before the wages got garnished. <laughs> okay. I will say that. Okay. But the accountant just took really long. It was a complex situation. We're going to fight him. Okay. <laughs> or her. And Probably a him. On this particular account, they froze the account. Mm. And I just never returned to the account again. To like, the account? To this day. Like, it's still, oh. I just never. Have you logged in to see nope. if there's money in that account? There was money there. So they didn't take the money out. They just froze it. I got you. So you still might have, if it's it resolved. Might be there. I don't, I don't want to see it. Oh my gosh. It really might be there. I'd I refuse to log in. Tiffany, you need to ask for help. <laughs> you need to delegate your help. Um, listen. Clearly, I'm doing fine without that money. And one day, it might be unfrozen. Yeah, listen. It might be unfrozen today. I do not know. Hey, one thing that people that listen need to understand is like, look, a lot of the mistakes we talk about, we've, we've made, made. Oh, 100%. And we've made them better than and, you've made them. Yeah, we ain't on no high horse. At on, all. At all. At all. Another really great way to ask for help is kind of putting a round table together. So earlier, we talked about like support. So this isn't specifically that, but... Having a monthly meeting or a quarterly meeting, again, a lot of times in these financial situations, these are not overnight financial situations. You didn't just spend a little bit too much money on a particular month. It's something that's going to take a good amount of time for you to get out of. Mm -hmm. So having a standing monthly meeting with, again, whether it's your resources, your support team or whatever, so that we can say, all right, got through last quarter. What's the plan for this quarter? Who's doing what? Who's putting these systems in place? And is there any way we could do a little bit better this quarter than we did last quarter? Or, I was struggling last quarter. Man. It's even worse now, Lord. <laughs> they, coming for me. they coming for me harder and harder. Yeah. But meanwhile, you got a fresh Gucci belt on. <laughs> Stop wearing Gucci belts, period, in general. But no, I mean, I hear you. And I think what happens is- That's when you untuck the shirt. <laughs> Let me, matter of fact, very quickly, men, since we're here now, I want to, I just want to, I just want to put this out there for okay, y'all. Okay, let's men, do it. Let's all do the it. men. Okay. The Gucci belts, the Louis Vuitton belts, whatever, it, whatever the belts. Okay. I do hope you know women never look at your belt. We could care less about a belt. That's not true. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I, I've never cared or thought to look at a man's belt unless you have stuck it out over <laughs> your hoodie and like we're down 
I don't know who told y'all we like belts. What do you think of this belt? It's trash. What? <laughs> this is my best belt. But you also made it so that I had to see it. Nobody, women my don't. My favorite belt. What, whoever told men that women like belts, we don't. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a lot of stuff y'all do that that's we don't the, care I about mean, either. That's not the point. That's not the point. All I'm just letting y'all know, we don't like belts. Okay. But to the original point of having a round table, what I'm saying is you will oftentimes pull a team together to get you through a difficult situation, right? Just to get you through that moment. Like you said, your person, your friend asked, can you take care of the groceries? Somebody else probably got the rent. Somebody else probably got the gas and took care of the kids. And that issue is that you don't bring this up after the fact, right? Like you don't continue to have the conversation with these same people so that you can work through preventing this from happening next month. Well, I would have liked an update. Like eventually it seems right. like everything worked itself out, but I don't know how it got resolved. Yeah. But I'm That's glad that it worked out. But I'm saying it would be nice to be like, yo, I was out of work last month and now I'm back on my feet. I yeah. got the job back. Yeah, because I think oftentimes people who have helped you do want to know how it went. Yeah. Like it's important to know that like what I gave helped. And if you chose this person to ask and they were gracious enough to help, they helped you because they love you, they care about you. Yeah, I honestly think, I think that actually burns a little goodwill. If you ask me for help and I give it to you and I don't hear an update on how it went mm. or that you're good or that it was actually helpful, mm. it's, it bothers, it's bothersome. Because like, now I know we don't have a relationship. I know that it is it is transactional. Like we're not actually friends because I would get the updates good or bad. Or a month later you're on vacation. Like, yeah, logo will is burned, that's yeah, for sure. a little bit. So we have talked about reasons why people don't ask for help, signs that you may need financial help, and we've talked through a lot of ways to ask for help, right? It's not just gimme, 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 hand me some money. Like, we've talked through it. You could do some delegation. We can do some conversation, how to be straightforward, giving advance notice, maybe breaking it down into smaller increments. But what do you do when people are asking you for help? Uh-oh. Right? Because help goes both ways. Yeah, and typically, the person who's asking you for help has helped you at some point. Mm. Right? And so you how, do you, no. how do you handle when someone asks you for help? That's when you come up with the struggle Olympics. <laughs> no. Oh, wait. You did a struggle. No. You did a little struggle. I got not, a big struggle. Not the I'm struggle sorry. Olympics. But when we yeah. get back from break, we're going to talk about how to handle it and how to actually help them. I think these ways that we're going to talk about may be also suitable for the ways that you could receive some help. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we're the Momentum Advisors. Ooh, it's the pathway to Thank you so much for listening to the Momentum Advisors Show. This is Sean King, founder and CEO of the North Star. If you want to hear more shows like this, featuring black and brown voices on the most important issues of the day, head over right now to thenorthstar.com to discover all the podcasts we have to offer. We have over 500 different episodes from six different podcast series, and they're all great. Check them out. We're back. Yes. We are talking about help, how to ask for it, when it's time to ask for it. Like financial help is a very real thing. You can do all the things right. You can make all the money. Do you think that rich people, people who make tons and tons of money don't ask for help? Mm. It has nothing to do with your income. It has nothing to really do with your expenses. Even if you're concerned about growing and protecting your money, you need to ask for help. I remember when Elon Musk, not that long ago, was at risk of losing everything. Word. Over one of his investments. It turned out great for him, but he had to go and seek some help. Our clients that come to us need some help. Everybody needs help. And so hopefully a lot of this episode has destigmatized how you may feel about asking for help and giving you some tips and strategies about the best way to do it. But now people are asking you for help, mm. whether it's family members, friends, colleagues, how do you handle it? I tell them I ain't got it. Man. Oh, my God. Well, hopefully you got it, right? And these are a lot of ways that you can respond. First things first, when somebody asks you for money, just pause. Because especially when it comes to a loved one, you immediately, like you have such a heart for this person. You just, what you need? I got it. I'm going to give it to you. Let me, at least that's how I operate. I'll say, do you? For the, for the people okay. who, my loved ones, yes, 
right? You don't even, honestly, I'm one of those people, you you don't even have to, you could flirt about it. You don't have to tell me, you don't have to say it outright because you know I'm going to do it, right? But don't be that person. Take a beat and just think it through first before just jumping into action so that you can make the best decision. So first things first, if a person needs money, if you got the money, just consider giving them a cash gift. Just, it's not a loan. They might've said, yo, can I borrow? Think about how much money you can give that you will not need back. And you might just want to give it and be like, listen, this is all I got. I hope this works out. And I'll hope nothing but the best for you. You're a good friend. <laughs> and this doesn't have to be a lot of money. I'm just saying, like, oftentimes I think people hit you with the, I need to borrow. Can I borrow something? Like, no. <sighs> yeah, but sometimes borrowing would definitely be better to ask as, as just a gift. Yo, can you give me? Yeah, I hear it's you. Tough. It's tougher to it's ask. It's better if you're going to give it back. If you're not going to give it back, no, it's not better. In my heart, I'm going to give but it back. But that's the thing. The not giving it back is not about being irresponsible. If you know how serious your financial situation is, you might know that you can't give it back. So hitting them with the borrow when you're not in a position to borrow. I was in this situation one time, and this is when I was starting to come out of my difficult period. And I needed money. And my homeboy, and I was just talking to my homeboy about it. We were both broke. Right. So we was broke buddies and we were both broke. So I definitely wasn't asking him for it. I was just sharing information. And he was like, yo, I got it. And I said to him, I need it, but I cannot give it back to you. So please do not give it to me if you need it back. I'm not in any position to give it back to you in the foreseeable future. He gave it to me. I appreciated it. Good for Years later. He hit me like, yo, I need that money back. Okay. And I felt away because I told you I could not give it back to you. Was I in a better financial situation? A little bit, but not to the point where I still was in a position to be able to give it back to him. And so did, that's, he, did he need help or did he just feel like he wanted it back? He just wanted it back. Mm, yeah. Right? And so people use the term borrow. I think you know when somebody's asking you for help, if they're close with you, you know if they can give it back to you or not. Like you sometimes can smell the type of situation that they're in. And so instead of requiring them to extend themselves in a way that's not realistic and that might jeopardize your relationship, just be like, here, this is what I can give. Yeah. And everyone's wondering, I'm just going to give the 30 second version. Okay. Tiffany had quit her job and had not figured out her next move yet and was ultimately transitioning to entrepreneurship. But that was the difficult time. You needed to figure out how to bring money in. A lot of other things happened. I'm I got saying, robbed for all my yes. savings. A lot of other During things During this transition, I'm, I'm giving the 30-second version. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because people don't know what the problem was. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to. I don't need to know They could go problem. back and listen to, I think our- This is the very first episode. First episode. The very first podcast episode I put all my business in the street. Yeah, you really so. did. <laughs> yeah, did. So. To the point where I was uncomfortable. You were not. You were, you were amping it up. <laughs> You were amping it up. Okay, other ways to give help is if you're going to decide to help, make a clear agreement, right? I think that's what we're talking about. Is it a loan? Am I just giving it to you? If it is a loan, when do I expect it back? Like, just be clear about it. And be realistic because if you think it sounds good to say, I'll give it back to you in two weeks, but in reality, you can't do it for a year, then just ask for a year. Yeah, that's it. Another really great way to help people, especially from a financial perspective, is to just pay the bill directly or prepay a bill. Okay. Right? A lot of times you want to help, but I don't trust you with money. Mm. I know how you get. I don't even know if you're actually even going to pay that thing. Yo, just give me your account number. I'm going to call PSCNG. I'm going to call at and I'm going to pay the bill. You, don't have, you won't have to worry about it. Matter of fact, I'm going to pay it up for the next three months. That should ease things for you while you get your other stuff under control. That way you know your money is going towards what you intended for it to go towards and you have provided some meaningful help. But you are bringing up a bigger point. Like sometimes the thing you need help with is just a symptom of a bigger problem. 100%. Right? And so like the reason why you didn't want that the temporary help is because your bigger problem was that you needed to figure out how to make money. And so that person where you're paying their bill, you're hoping that they're also doing some other things to get money flowing again. Because otherwise... You just helped them out a little bit, but ultimately the problem is still there. Yeah. So I don't think help needs to look like just writing a person a check or putting cash in their hand. Yeah. Again, you can make things a little bit easier for them 
while they're figuring out the bigger picture. And again, that's prepaying a bill, paying the bill directly, whether that's a car note, whether that's rent, whatever the case is, I think that's a really great alternative for people who don't 100% trust the person who's asking for help, but they still have a heart to want to help them. Thanks. And that's also something for you to consider. If you are in this situation yourself and you're like, listen, you don't even have to give the money to me. Can you just call such and such and pay on the bill? That'll help me breathe while I resolve the bigger issue. I'd rather give it to you directly. Okay. Because I, I want proof that it, get, it went to you. Oh, gosh. And later you'd be like, you ain't help me. Look, prove it. I don't know. I'd be like, I paid PSENG. Well, you got PSENG. <laughs> I am. No. Okay. You're right. All right. Another great way, and this is probably speaks to what you were talking about earlier, where if it's a conversation and someone's talking about what their financial issues are and you provide alternative ways to help, offer them a job, mm. a way to work for the money or give them professional or career advice or expose them to a higher paying career opportunity or create a networking opportunity for them to bring in more income, but provide employment as the long-term fix. Yeah, and you hope that they will take that and run with it. I feel like only like 10% of the time they yeah. take it. Yeah, a lot of times people just aren't... Because I need my bills paid now. Yeah, a lot of times some, some people, some people just aren't good workers. Like I'm a good worker, but like they're going to turn my lights off tomorrow. I yeah. can't get a job tonight. And the issue though, really, Tiffany, you got to acknowledge this. Like there's some people where they would rather just keep bumming off the next person. Oh, that's a fact. You know? And that's so a fact. They don't want that option a job, no, nah, I need this money right now. Yeah. But like for the person that really is trying to better themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I've offered a bunch of my cousins a chance to work in our dry cleaners for sure. Yeah. I don't know how many, one of them took it, right? Yeah. We've hired three of my cousins in the past. They don't stay long. That's true. <laughs> but I do think for the person who really wants to better their entire financial situation, offering them a job, some sort of career advice, I think they will take that bigger picture because for a lot of people, it's just like you feel like I'm just not making enough money. Now, in reality, it may just be that you're spending too much money, but I am a firm believer in that the answer to a lot of your financial situations is bringing in more income. And so if someone can help you do that, that really can be a huge nail in resolving the bigger picture. Agreed. Consider creating some sort of like budget or payment plan. A lot of times people just, their head gets underwater because there's too many things coming in at one time. They're having a baby. It's all types of things happening. And I just, I can't open all these bills. I don't know who I owe all this money to. If you're good at those type of things, if you're really organized, step in and say, all right, I got, I got this. Let me, let me go through all your mail. Let me go through all your things. And I can kind of help sort this out for you so that it's not so overwhelming and so that you don't get behind. Sometimes it's not that you don't have the money. You just don't know where your money went. Yeah. My dad is really good at this. He has done this for several people, family and not family, where he will, look, you've got to be willing to be that transparent. You've got to be willing to be that trusting, but a person like that can be a godsend. There's also non-cash assistance. This is where I come in. This is this is where I thrive. You right thrive here. here. The non-cash assistance. Okay. What's your what's your non-cash assistance? Advice, prayer, <laughs> hope, upliftment, encouragement. Okay. Okay. People are definitely not gonna be asking you for. What is help. it when you see somebody's future? What's that called? Um, A vision. Prophesizing. Prophesying. <laughs> 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 This is not help. That's that's where I come into play. So non-cash assistance to me is I'm not handing you over dollars, but maybe I, I I'm gonna get you a gas card. That's that's cash involved. That's that's too <laughs> it's direct. Cash adjacent. Let, let's talk about non-cash. Cash adjacent, like non-monetary assistance. Well, we did. We, I'm gonna put a budget together. Yeah. But I think gift cards can. I know it's mm. cash adjacent. Mm. That's just. <laughs> Like, again, when your friend asked you for groceries, you could have said, listen, I'm going to get you a grocery gift card and it's this amount on it. And if you get in this bind again, I'm going to just add more money to the gift card. I know when I was in college, my dad would always give me gas cards. He would send me gas cards monthly, not because I had an issue buying gas. He did not want me to spend my money on gas. If I was broke as a college student, he never wanted me to be in a situation where I didn't have enough gas money to get home. How come your dad never met my dad? <laughs> they should have. We should have introduced them. 
My dad was the opposite. My dad gave me $100 every month, and I thank, the, I thank him for it. But I don't care what was going on. That's how much I got. My college budget, I'm not exaggerating, was $600 a month, and then I got $250 a month in gas cards. Were you a draft pick? <laughs> <laughs> Were you a lottery pick? First of all, I'm a girl. You're up there with what? What's his name? <laughs> with uh, Jalen Hurts and him. I'm a girl. It's different when it's a girl. It's <sighs> different when it's a girl. You're a boy. You're supposed to figure it out. Yeah. Scrapping and surviving. I'm a girl. Oh, no, I can't have... She has to be safe. Yeah. Okay. It's a girl thing. It's make a girl sure my, thing. Make sure my daughter doesn't hear this episode. Oh, you're going to ball out. First... Oh, my God. So one of our partners, his... His oldest just went to college. Yeah. He set him up in a yeah. way that sounds irresponsible. This is not even yeah. help. It's You're just irresponsible. I don't even know how you could consider Credit himself. card. He shouldn't even be a financial advisor <laughs> and do all of these things. So his son did get a full ride. Yeah. Did get a full athletic scholarship. I think that does offer you a little bit more, but he got a brand new 2023 BMW. Yeah, that, that's, that's... A exciting. credit card. With like a multiple thousand dollar limit mm. and like, and just cash on a regular basis. I hope he also sent a lot of condoms. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I hope so. I'm assuming that that was part of the care package. I hope. Yeah. If not, he could buy him himself. He definitely has the money for it. <laughs> yeah. He will definitely he, will he use it for that. He has the money for it. The last thing that you can do when someone asks you for help is hire them a professional. It's, if it's a financial advisor, whether it's an accountant, if you have someone, if you have a financial coach, whatever the case is, I think this is a huge way to offer someone help. You might not want to give them cash. You might not be the best person to give advice. But if you have someone that you trust, if you have someone that's gotten you together, why don't you offer that person to someone else and or allow them to offer their person to you? If you need a financial advisor, if you need a financial assessment, you know, you can always reach out to us, momentum-advisors.com and go to the contact page and schedule a complimentary consultation. But Lawyers, accountants. If it's for debt, we love Green Path. It's yeah. a nonprofit debt counseling agency because debt is one of those things you need an expert for. A hundred percent. So it, again, it might not be money. You might not be the one who can resolve the problem, but you might know the person who can. So do not hesitate in sharing that contact, being a referral. Hopefully this has helped you in dealing with asking for help. Tiffany, we, I'm going to need some help. We'll yeah. talk after, after the show. What I need help with. No, I'm a pray for you. I'm a prophesy. <laughs> Just, I'm a prophesy over you. I can see that you're not gonna need my help no more. <laughs> Done. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I believe it. I believe you somehow. I think that's true. We will be back next week. I'm Tiffany Hart. I'm Alan Boomer. And we're the Momentum Advisors. Momentum. Momentum.